0: Hello everyone, how's everyone doing again today? It is October 29th, 2022, it is 5.30 Eastern Time, this is Wanda, the host of Salty Coffee Podcast, all the way from New York in the Bronx. And I'm just going to leave it open for those who, um, I want to get to know more of you, uh, and If you can just come in and introduce yourself, that would be awesome. Um, If I'm having difficulties figuring how to uh, have you come up, please let me know. Send me a private message um, and instruct me on how to do it because this will be my first time actually doing it um, with a 15 minute timing for someone to just come up and introduce themselves i would like to know more a little bit about you all individually and i would also if you have any questions uh, for me that you may have not had the opportunity to ask me before this is a time for you to ask <laughs> how's everyone doing today cecilia hello hello ronald smith mr icon Jamil grant hello So, feel free to either share with me how to get you up here or, um, and introduce yourself. I have like a question. The question is When did you start wisdom? Why did you come to wisdom? And what is your purpose on here? So, I'm going to answer those, uh, based on the questions that you asked me. But ultimately, um, platforms. I use are YouTube, Anchor, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and all the other additional um, podcasting platforms that are attached to Anchor, which are Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts. But um, I was introduced to Wisdom by another podcaster from another Platform, and I feel a little bit more comfortable here. Um, Although it's kind of hard to navigate when it comes to um, finding the one particular podcaster that you follow or
1: how to hold on.
0: That was my oldest daughter who just came in from work and she screams at the the dog. Well, she doesn't scream at the dog, but she <laughs> says hello to the dog like it's her her child. But um, OK, so on here, it says bring in listeners, share your talk. So I don't know. Am I supposed to click OK on that? And. That's how people come up. OK. Uh. Well, even if you come up to just show me how to do it, I will appreciate it. Oh, there you go. Now I see it.
1: <laughs> Hello. 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 Oh.
0: That was loud. Am I loud? Do you hear me well?
2: I hear you just fine. Uh-huh. Oh, okay.
0: How are you, Mr. Smith? What's um, going I'm, on?
2: I'm relaxed. Um, getting ready for another show later on tonight, but just I seen the notification, so I thought I'd stop. By. Uh, absolutely.
1: You're so uh-huh. silly.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Do you remember what the topic is that we're going to be talking about?
2: Uh... I think it's uh, abuse, abuse in something on technology, abuse slash yeah. technology. dating
0: abuse, dating, dating abuse and abuse. technology, yeah. So it will just be a, a quick talk about New York City has um, created a, a program for teenagers on awareness on dating and technology <clears throat> and their rights as uh, teenagers, um, for all ages. Um, so that's important, but tell us, um, Icon, I know why you are here on wisdom, but tell us who introduced you to wisdom. Um, what's your purpose here on wisdom and how do you like it so far?
2: Um, well, I was introduced to wisdom, uh, from a friend, uh, Renee who has become, um, who is fastly growing in the community? Um, she introduced me, and in, in, I think in passing, I uh, I mentioned it to you. Uh, and since then, you know, coming on from time to time, I'm not on it every day, but the few times that I have come here to share information, I've met some um, some outstanding people, intelligent people. Uh, it's it's pretty much laid back. It doesn't have a lot. Of, I haven't run into anything negative. Thus far, though, I'm starting to hear of something that could be happening in uh, the wisdom world. But I hope that it doesn't, um, that those that don't respect the uh, intellect or just the common people who want to do something uh, positive, that they don't come and affect this app with all of that foolishness. But you know how the programming is, that negative programming. So wisdom has been a a, a good place to learn, um, like I said, from All of the different uh, credentials that's on here from life coaches to ministers to business people, uh, political people, um, you name it. It's it's right here on wisdom and it's a very intelligent conversation.
0: And what would be something that you feel that you would share with, aside from what I know, what can you tell me? Um, has it worked for you so far other than, you know, knowing what you know now? Um,
2: as far uh, as.
3: Yeah.
0: No, go ahead. <laughs> do you know, I I guess because you already answered why you're here, who introduced you to, but do you see yourself um, fulfilling your purpose on being here? Where is to share good. your story and.
2: Yes, I do. I I believe that not only wisdom, but uh, many, many, many more uh, platforms that I'm going to start to entertain. I think that wherever my presence is, that's where the the most I want me to to present uh, what he has blessed me with uh, as far as my experiences, my life, what I've been through, uh, the things that I've learned uh, from others um, and to do this work. On this platform, because again, uh, any platform is a networking tool to uh, network with other people, like minded people, and or have conversations with people who may not necessarily be in your lane. I think we can all learn from each other uh, in, in our prospective roles and what we do. Again, I'm a student of life. Uh, I, I step to these platforms not knowing everything. I, I don't never profess to know everything. I'm still a work in progress myself. I don't know any. Um, I don't know any perfect people, so we are all students and we're all learning and we're all growing. So I think that wherever I go, whether it's on my podcast, which is called Icon World, um, on Anchor, uh, whether it's Station Head, when I'm there, my message is simple. I'm here to fight the negative program and whatever it may raise its head. It starts within myself. It starts with self-reflection, self-examination and self-analysis. That's what I'm here for. So yeah, I think Wisdom is gonna be a great place. And already, um, I've I've met some some good people that I've um made some connection with already and I've had a few people reach out to me to want to do some work. So I know that whatever it is that most high is allowing me to do and help me to do is already starting to take effect. So Well,
0: that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Is there anything you would like to share about me <laughs> that you know so far um because i know we were introduced to wisdom together uh through Soulful renee and urban critic um but is there anything that you any critiques that you may have that can assist me in navigating wisdom um, based on what you know and how i work because this is kind of different from what i do um and well, you the, usually give me good um suggestions and critique. <laughs> so anything that you say right now, I will hold it. Um and we'll take it and learn from it as well.
2: Well uh, like any other platform, as you know, you're uh you're more you're more seasoned than I. Um uh, as far as the, the tools that you have here that's available, it's not it's not complex um it's it's rather simple i know that um when comparison to like a stereo stereo has a little bit more different things that you do but that's what make this app you know what it is like you don't have a lot of people that's in the way um when you just want to go straight forward and just talk about the things that you want to talk about and you can just bring people in uh and you can set the time for what you want to do so if you have a message that that needs more of, of your speaking towards a particular subject, you can, you can set those times and that's what I like about that. And then it's it's you and another person. Uh, and then you can invite as many people that would like to come up. So you don't have a lot of people in the way you can get your message across. Um, and just like any other platform, if somebody come into your space and they're not being respectful, uh, you know, you shut them down. And that's one thing I know about you. You know, you're a structured person uh, since I've met you and since the work that we've done and all of the battles. Like, I don't, people don't know that we battle. You know what I mean? We we have great times. We have really bad times. And we have smart matches. But at the end of the day, you're a tough lady. You, um, uh, just hold your own here just like you always do. Every other place that you go, you know, you're very informative. You know how to go after the information. You know how to lead people to the resources that they need. And um, you're also a good listener. That's what allows you to be able to search out the things that you need to refer people to because you're listening to people. So just stand stand on your two feet like you always do here or anywhere that you go and just be you. That's what I would say to you.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that i really do um because from here it's very difficult to what we're used to with instant feedback you know like i know when you see the number of people coming in you're not sure they're still there or they're counted for as still being active listeners so that's something that you know i'm still catching up on here um i'm not sure huh
2: do you know how to, like, the, do you see that number with the little person icon next to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do know if you tap on that, you can see who's in your audience?
0: I know, but m- my question is, if, if there's a number there and I click on it to see who's there, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, does it, because it never goes down. So are the people still here listening or they're just accounted for for coming in? That's, that's my question. Like, I want to know, like, you know, in other apps, you can see them coming in and out. You can actually see them, their icons, you know, you can actually see them as an audience type of thing, but on here, you just see a number and it doesn't really reflect on how many active listeners you have. So for me, it's, it's just getting used to it. And, and this is what I like about wisdom because I'm able to just speak and not focus on that. And you're right when you say, you know, you can come in here and just talk and say what you have to say without being interrupted. And I think I like that about this. Um, but I also like to know like, okay, so out of the number of people that are here, who's actually still here, you know? That that's the the thing the thing that I question, but you know
3: well, and, and
0: if they leave. Why doesn't the number go back down? Stuff like that. So I I think there's a purpose for that. And that's fine, you know, if they want to keep it this way. But I'm still getting used to it when it comes to that. And the good thing about wisdom is for those who are starting to podcast, this is perfect. Because we get so caught up in the numbers. (laughs) Um, And we shouldn't. We should just be able to freely talk about what we're going to talk about and just not even pay attention to that but sometimes the listeners want to be acknowledged and i think that's important too you know
2: the, the great thing about that if 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 those in the audience um um is really liking what you're talking about or they feel that they can add content to it or, or share or been stimulated by it they do have the option to request to come on and that's the beautiful thing about it so uh, you can allow people that that opportunity to say, hey, I really I really dig what you're saying, and or I don't like what you're saying. Uh, and if they feel comfortable with coming up, you know, you give them give them that uh, that opportunity. But the court that question before that, as far as the numbers, um, how the number system works, and in my mind, because I want to find that out too, but because of the point system and how they rate in for that. I think the gift card thing that they have and the number that you have to get to, I think at the end of the show, um, and somebody could correct me. I'm not sure if that's how they, uh, add the numbers by the number of people that you have, uh, during your entire show. So,
3: yeah.
2: It could be. That. Yeah,
0: that's, that's. I mean, I can go into the website and, um, read into it. I just haven't really had the time, but, Um, I do appreciate Sofa Renee for sharing wisdom with us because I think um, you and I can do great things individually and you and I can do amazing things together Um, when it comes to sharing our experiences, specifically with the negative programming where you and I have had the conversation of me working at an institution for 32 years and you being um, in prison for 28 and how, how relative that is to both of our lives. Like, you know, we've had conversations about this over and over again of how crucial it is for people who are potentially described as being free <laughs> in, in this you know society, and when you and I speak, it's like, have we really been free? <laughs> like, are we really free for those who are not incarcerated? So you know, when um, we talk about family and how you know people who are in prison, it affects everyone. It affects your community. It affects your your children, your grandchildren to come, and I truly believe that your message is going to um, awaken a lot of people about the negative programming and how um, crucial it is for us to be aware of how we've all been in prison (laughs) Um, mentally, physically, and emotionally too. So I thank you so much. Um, We're going to have you have one minute left, but is there anything else you would like to share with the wisdom community where Um, um, go ahead?
2: Yeah, real briefly, just, um, thus far from a lot of the people that I've, that I've listened to brothers like Jamel, um, Brittany, um, it's a few, it's a few rooms that I've been in Mina that I talked to this morning. I love what you guys are doing. I, I love your perspectives. Um, I think the Wilton community in and of itself um, is going to be a powerhouse because they have powerful people, have some some heavy hitters up in here. Uh, support is, 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 us supporting each other is vital to how we go out into the world to spread positivity. So I support those who are like-minded and on positivity and who know and understand that there's always room for improvement and that we all must stay in the classroom of life and continue to learn from the cradle to the grave. So salute to everybody.
0: Thank you for that. And I think that's important to know that you feel that way. <laughs> um, we are all on the learning process and um, hang in there. And I'll see you at seven. What is it? Our eight o'clock is our show tonight? Yeah, yeah I think it's at eight. Um, but feel free to um, visit us on www.saltycoffeepodcast.com where you will find all of our information um, for the Salty Coffee Podcast and the Icon World. All right.
1: We have Hakeem. Good. Hi, Hakeem. Good oh.
3: evening. Oh. How are, are you? you. I'm, you.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, oh. I didn't um I, I know you were with Sister Crystal yesterday and you gave her great tips on podcasting and summarizing what her purpose was on wisdom and i appreciate your talks i've listened to you several times um but i was more focused on sister crystal uh talk yesterday with you um and i appreciate that you were willing and able to help her with um her thinking of how she's coming into wisdom and her purpose but give us a little summary about who you are um Introduce yourself.
4: I'm a monk that um, happens to be practicing martial arts for many, many years. So I'm a, a monk that used to like to beat people up. And uh, I still teach self-defense and I work in security and I do a lot of talking.
0: <laughs> That's funny. So are you in New York or no?
4: No, I'm in Virginia Beach for a moment.
0: Okay. So when you say you want security, free. is it techno networking, security? Is it like?
4: Oh uh, nice? no, physical security, bouncer, dude, stuff, doorman. Okay. Yeah.
0: You know, I was a, I'm 411, right? And can you believe I was a bouncer at one point?
4: Yeah, I think I read that on your bio somewhere, something like that. Or,
0: <laughs> yeah, or I was a bouncer.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, to make money, because um, you know, living in New York is high and expensive. But yeah, when I'm you're trying to, oh, okay when you're trying to put your children to college, you have to do like extra gigs and stuff like that. And I laugh with the young generation. They're like, they think they're the only ones who like created this gig economy type of thing. And I'm like, really? people? Yeah. I've
4: been, that's all I've ever been doing is, is basically gig economy and contract work for the most part. Cause my first job was at seven. Uh, I mean, Dunkin' Donuts when I was like 15 and I hated nice. it so much that I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. (laughs) And so I, um, you know, I just had to really uh, figure out um, what I wanted to do. Unfortunately, very soon after that, I got into working in the entertainment industry. And so the three jobs that I do um, that I can, that I earn money from part time to support my, um, my nonprofit endeavors which I recently started calling that because I realized that's what it is, is that I've just been, I've had all these websites and been doing podcasts and talks and things like that for so long. And I've just been bootstrapping it. I've been doing it so that I can get the information to people. And i um, so, so the three things I do is uh security, like I said, the bouncer work, um working in the art department as a set dresser, art director, or prop master, but film TV and music videos, and then also teaching um, self-defense and martial arts and fitness all that stuff in that
0: physical realm. That's amazing. Um, Well, I don't know if you probably read my bio already, but I've been working for an Ivy League school for 32 years. I started when I was 20. um, um, And I started due to my circumstances at the time. At the time, I was homeless. I was parentless, familyless. Uh, My mom passed away when I was 18. Um, and it was my first year of college and my mom was the only one in this country from the Dominican Republic from that 12 siblings. She was the only one who moved here and migrated here. But, um, you know, I did have siblings, but they weren't very supportive at the time. So, um, I ended up, you know, applying and applying and applying until I finally got a job (laughs) at Columbia. And um, I've been there since 1990. And the purpose of the podcast was uh, during COVID because I learned a lot when I was 20 years old and I started working there. I had a lot of people who were great mentors about investing, investing money. I mean, it's not the same anymore when people go into jobs now. There's there's no such thing as mentors and stuff like that. So my purpose for Wisdom is to just my purpose for, uh, in wisdom is to just pay it forward. The same things, uh, these adults did for me back in 1990, I'm looking forward to doing it for them. Although the economy is different.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We
0: got crypto now. And so anyone who is into crypto or anything like that, who's willing to share information or want to do an interview with me so that I can forward that information because I'm into the traditional, you know, investment type of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm not too well knowledge of it, but with the 32 years, I do have enough um, funds to go ahead and retire comfortably yeah. at 55.
4: There you go. So you do it. Um, so, so you, 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 you understand, I mean, you got a varied, uh, a kind different varied kinds of experience that not only you have to kind of scrape yourself up from the bottom from a lot of things and then putting your kids through college and then being so consistent with something. I mean, 32 years is incredible. You know, I'm over here all happy that I have had websites online for 16 years and here you are doing something 32 years straight. That's incredible. I mean, that kind of dedication, when people can continue doing something unbroken like that, it's a, it says a lot, I mean, <clears throat> And and, and I, I can say that from experience because you know it was there was a time when when I was you know having that imposter syndrome about teaching martial arts but only because other people and organizations came at me about it because oh you don't have a black belt what business do you have teaching and um and and I just was like but because I have experience because I, I I do it a lot <laughs> I'm really good at it you know at least I thought so and then I had to start proving myself in competition but now that it's thirty years later. And still practicing hold on for a second is gonna be loud i'm actually leaving my dojo right now that's one of the other guys um but yeah so uh but yeah so when you when you i know what it's like to do something for that long and what it takes to to stay consistent and not only to stay consistent but to stay uh but to stay relevant Hold on for a second. V, you all right? Oh, shit. (laughs) This motorcycle just fell over.
0: Hold on. Definitely, I mean, working 32 years in a place that it's not easy to work in, as in higher education, no matter what level, whether it's a custodial worker or a dean, it's not easy dealing with other people's children. And that's basically what it is, um, ultimately.
4: I got it. You are right?
0: They're good? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: And when it comes to um, the red tape that you have to go through to get what you want, benefits that you want, um, it's not easy either. Um, 32 years, I mean, I have plenty of chapters to add into the book when I do finally retire.
4: Yes. So that's a thing. Are they my, okay? Oh, I, yes, I just picked up a <laughs> motorcycle. Um and uh You're so, good? Oh yeah, he's good. I'm just Okay. okay. No, that was crazy. It's not it's a big bike. Don't it's feel bad already, if you I'm have here. to go. No, no, it's good. I'm just I'm got my eyes on him, making sure he's good. Okay. He's alright. He's get he's on on the bike already, he's ready to take off, so he didn't hit his head or anything, so wow, the exciting adventures of wisdom. especially with me because i'm always running around a place where there's all kinds of stuff happening as i'm you know moving about yeah Um, but yeah you know that's again you know experience one thing that counts so much um you ever heard of uh gary vaynerchuk no well he's a guy he's got a lot of successful business and investments he's bought like some other brands like I think he bought ske- uh, sketches or I forget what shoes he did, but like one of those people who bought all these old brands and he like revitalizes and okay. he does a lot of talks. One of the things that he, he talked about was, um, uh, that how a lot of people, young ki- kids want to go into like consulting and, and all this other stuff like that. And he's like, man, give that a break. He's like, just work hard and do some other stuff or find these other business things to do. He's like, but he's like, what kind of experience do you have when you're 22 years old? Right. And so one right. of the things he talked about is that, you know, you build up that experience as you go along. And and I guess that kind of correlates to, too, when I was teaching and people are like, who's this kid? He's like 25 mm-hmm. and he's teaching yeah. his own martial arts and claiming he created his own style and stuff like that. But, you know, now it's like, I mean, now that it's like 20, 30 years later, you know, what can you say? I'm still doing it. So it's like the, some the, that, the weight of that experience is really, um, really important.
0: Do you, do you, you find that- resistance with the younger uh youth with your like do do they say oh you're trying to do things the old way we have a new way do you find that do you experience that at all
4: no i've never had anything like that actually um because i don't do things like really i mean i um to me there's like really not so much more to 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 understand, like, I guess the old way is just practice, practice, practice. So if that's the old way, if they don't want to do that, they can get out of my dojo. You know I mean? It's like, that's all yeah, it no, is.
0: You know, I mean, so for 32 I years, I have not been doing the same thing, but yeah. I do find that the people who come in in leadership roles are way younger than I am. Yeah. And they respect, they respect the people who have been there um, for a long time and can bring um, and and they're very inclusive with the information that we have to make things better because you know
4: right, sometimes
0: right. they don't even have control over what changes are made. <laughs> right. You know. Right. But now um, you see
4: um, mm-hmm. the thing is that even though you weren't in the same role for the same years, it was the same category, Ivy League school. You know. You, right. That's, so yeah. That's a sim. That's a that's a consistency of a sort. I mean, it's like if you went from working from Pepsi to Coca Cola. I mean, is that really that? You know, and like 16 years one, 16 years another, you're still in the in the, the, uh, the refreshment business, you know what so, I mean? So
0: here's the kicker. So yeah. because the school was founded in 1754, the curriculum is old. Mm. So that's something that's trans- transitioning now where they're actually the the student body wants the school to change the curriculum. So mm. how do you change a tradition that's been more than 250 years old, you know, because it has to match with the times. And and that's what I mean by, you know, um, that yeah. transition, hopefully I won't experience it, <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, it's, 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 I'm looking at it and I'm a very futuristic person. Like I, I love change. Like let's, that I'm all about change. And I think that's why I've lasted so long there, but could you imagine a 250 year old plus curriculum that they want to change to, yeah. to have it match for today for this generation um but yeah i mean
4: i don't see sometimes though how much that is going to be that much of a challenge i think that a lot of the challenges are not really logistic they're more that okay. that long held like uh, the the feeling of tradition and the, the not wanting to part with ways. because you know i i i, I do a, a lot of reading i even have a a five, five foot by 10 storage unit in Los Angeles. That's just my library, it's just books. And, um, okay. and I've, and, and plus, you know, all the nooks and all the other technology and things like that. And so I, I've seen things digitized and things uh, treated in a certain way that come from, mm-hmm. an, that still you can use the same documented knowledge, right? But it's just the approach at which the information is delivered that changes. And that's the, but that's the hardest part because, you know, science, math is gonna be what it is. It's just like, right. how is it being how is it being delivered and I, I think that's the biggest hurdle in changing from the traditional ways um is really not the subject matter but how it's delivered you know it's like trying to you know so you just said same. you
0: had your rare books in a storage are you thinking about ever opening up a library a private one
4: yes that's actually been okay. um okay. a big dream of mine um, that's awesome a library yeah um and it's it's uh, all um, you know, shaping up to be. Um, it's just, uh, uh, it's you know, how life goes. Things didn't always go in the straight line. I thought it would be, you know, God laughed. When yeah. I, made plans and I have over
0: like 50 journals that are in script and I had to teach my daughters how to read script so that they're able to like <laughs> translate if they need to ever um, my yeah. journals. But, yeah, even script stuff is, like, important to, to keep in store.
4: Yeah, so there's so many things that, like that.
0: Um, our children are not learning script in school.
4: Oh, yeah, I, I heard that. And that's just crazy because it's just another form of art. And where it's mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't they – why wouldn't you learn – like, I mean, I suppose you could turn it into, like, an extracurricular activity. Something kind, of, but it should still be offered. There's so many things that are being taken out of the curriculum that I find very questionable. I mean, I can understand if you want to separate church and state and maybe keep religion out of school, but you can't also force it. Like, yeah, it's not mandatory, but if somebody wants to pray, let them pray. You know what I mean? I, I don't know, just some, there's some things That's that are just-
0: gonna be out in zero seconds. Oh my God, this is horrible. And I thought I had someone else on and now I don't see them. So, I apologize. Um, I'm still learning process. But, Hakeem, um, if you want to come back, please let me know. Feel free. Okay, there we go. There
1: you go. Hakeem loves
0: to talk.
4: <laughs> so, I do. So Welcome some, back. Sorry so about so that. Some, it's okay. Here's some wisdom. <laughs> it's okay. Here's some, whenever we, you uh, go up as a guest on someone's platform,
1: mm-hmm. look
4: at the time. <laughs> first thing, first thing. Look at the time, say, th- and then say thank you. Um, okay. Because you know, I just, yeah, I do that. I, I don't look if I, when, but I notice whenever I do look, I kind of cinch everything up in there. But yeah, it's a, it's a nice chat. I appreciate uh, finally getting to meet you and talk to you. Um, as my, my life becomes less chaotic, um, because I've decided, like, I kind of
1: to put. Will you ever? <laughs>
4: Right. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> so, but but for right now, I, I put down two routes. So I'm you know I'm working at one place. They put me on the payroll to do security, and then okay. and and like the very next day that I started there, I got a call from the owner of Powerhouse Boxing and Kickboxing, and he says, "Hey, I'm making some changes. I'd like you to come back and check this out because it didn't work out the first time um, for okay. various different reasons." And uh, it was the very next day, and I remember that we. We, uh, it took us a while before we actually met, but on October 10th, I came over and the kind of conversation we had and then the energy I felt. And then as soon as I walked out the door, cause he owns a whole, he owns a whole string of business, one, two, three businesses that are all in like this, like uh horseshoe shaped building. Not really horseshoe, actually, no, it's mm-hmm. only L-shaped. It's like a 90 degree angle. So there's two connected buildings that's each other and he owns three businesses in that little spot. And um, so as I walked out the door, the one spot which is a barber shop right across is is the uh the the dojo um i call it a dojo it's a you know a fighter's boxing gym but i call it a dojo because i teach my martial arts in there but he there was a woman getting out of a car walking up to the door and so i just went straight up to her started talking to her and now she's my sparring student okay Um, and we've had three sessions already and she's on wisdom now too
0: Look at that. I have a question regarding security, and I'm not sure if you're into the retail security as well, but I saw a video recently of where there's bills that are being passed where security guards now on retail stores have very little to do with what's going on with the rapid people of stealing stuff. Like, is that something that you are connected with that type of security
3: well,
4: or that I, I i do also but i do that on a contract basis and that's called um well there's also there's loss prevention and then sometimes it falls under the category of mystery shopping um, uh. some 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 of the mystery shopping programs have uh where you secret shop and you're doing basically security tests where you actually steal shit. so um just okay. to test their their surveillance to see how if anybody's catching things in like obvious places where they should be. So, right. um, but that's yeah, like but is it really that,
0: the security guard's job to stop the so stealing? Now, that,
4: uh, now it depends on what the security g- job's specification is for. If, if he's okay. a mall cop, so, so to speak, <laughs> right? And they're just their 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 general thing is the mall in general. Their job is for the safety of the mall to observe and report things that are going down, like. Right. You know, let's talk about things happening like active shooters or somebody coming, right. a bunch of guys coming out of the car with guns looking like they're going to rob the place you know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of stuff. Call the police, maybe. You know, some people are fighting, break it up, like in the mall. But when it comes to each individual store itself, unless there's a direct mandate in the schedule or their contract with the security company, they're not really messing with that stuff specifically. I mean, somebody yeah. can come out the store and say, hey, can you stop them? They're stealing. Security guard can technically opt to intervene. I mean, but I don't know really, cause I, I don't, I haven't done that work a lot. I mostly do um, nightclub and bar security. Um, right. And, 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 and events because I prefer to do that because it's yeah. exciting. It's fun. Like I get yeah, to go to concerts and watch people party.
3: <laughs> In
0: New York it's like that. Like it depends on the level of security that you're hired for and that right. you're trained for as well. And you're mandated yeah. to do a number of hours, um, every year, every, you know, there's a four hour, there's an eight hour, yeah. but, um, I tell people all the time, you know, the guard public safety is just really there to deter people. They're not right. really there to save your life. <laughs> that's nine one one. one
4: And like, there are levels like that's <laughs> yeah. why there's armed security because that's, you know, they're trained for that. But, you know, like, here's an interesting thing. Walmart notorious for doing all kinds of stupid shit. They had, um, at one point in time had like the highest rate of violent crimes in their parking lots, including murders. Mm-hmm. And one consultant said that all you have to do is just put a, a security guard in a golf cart and have him ride around. And it would, it would stop that. It was like, we've done tests and we know that this is going to happen. And they refused to do it until p- too many people got killed. And they were just having like, it's like people just say, like, Oh, you know, Nobody you want to get
3: away,
4: huh? you get away <laughs> with murder. Let's go to the Walmart parking lot. and we're, let's, We'll catch or catch old Vinny over there in a Walmart when he goes over every Wednesday to pick up his, you know. So that's, so they finally had to do something uh, and they did that and, and and they put up like little cameras in certain places that were just conspicuous. And yes, it, it's a deterrent. And like, even right now, my, my job is, and, and I've always acted like this, I do not touch people in the bars. Like, I mean, when I say that, I I don't grab them aggressively and violently. I might tap somebody on the shoulder to to say, to get their attention, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I I don't grab, I don't punch and kick and use all the skills that I have as a, as a a martial artist who's had 129 fights, you know what I mean? Like I never have done that either. It doesn't make any sense to me to fight people at your job, like even if you're the bouncer, you know, and I've worked, the first place I worked was called Club Atlantis on the Fort Lauderdale beach. Um, And that was like in 1998, 99. And it had a capacity of like 4,000 people. (laughs) <laughs> they were like, you know, and, and so there were like, there were definitely fights that broke out. And I did get into fights when I was off duty. I was definitely a street fighter, but for some reason on the job never, never made sense. Um, yeah, I, do, I might- do know
0: that I left the bouncing <laughs> jobs uh, mostly because uh, I used to work weekends and it was cash, straight cash. Yeah. So that was, you know, I'm I'm admitting to it. Whatever, um, <laughs> Iris can catch me later. But um, I had to be a witness a lot for court yeah. cases where, you know, bouncers were,
4: you know, hitting people with big ass mag lights. Yeah, so, like
0: literally <laughs> bouncing them out. So after a while, I was just like, okay, am I working to make money or am I just going to be working to take days off of my real job to go to these court hearings? And after a while, it just got really out of hand and I just decided, okay, this is not for me.
4: Fortunately, I didn't have to do any of that because Jim Shiverdecker, the owner of the place, probably had so much money coming out of there. I mean... (laughs) 4,000 people capacity. And we had this event that was put on by this guy named Wally it had a It was called Off the Wall Promotions. And he copied the name from like WWE. So it was called Monday Night Raw. And it was like this event. And i that's how I started fighting as an amateur. It was like an amateur tough man MMA thing and it mm-hmm. was like one round 10 minute time limit combination of boxing and wrestling <laughs> and it was so hilarious because you have like thousands of people just cheering on it was like the, it was like living in a, in a movie or something like that it was so cool but um but it was a rowdy place and um I just yeah the, the guy had so many people coming through there was so much money coming through the door you know there were nights where I would just make 10 like where I would make a thousand dollars cash like for, for nothing mm-hmm, just standing mm-hmm. and so you know the um So, yeah, I don't know. He never had I never had to go to court cases in that. But again, also, um, I just don't beat people up. Even recently, I've seen there was a place I was working and um, this guy had an altercation with somebody else. His throat was being grabbed by somebody. And I went up to the guy and said, can you please let go of his throat? And the guy who was being choked got kicked out. Nobody's asking any questions. The other guy gets to stay in because he knows somebody in that works there.
3: Wow.
4: And then and then the bouncer starts pushing this guy out in the street. I'm just like, "What the hell is wrong with Did you?" Did you even see,
0: yeah? Did you even see what
4: happened? <laughs> I'm like, "I don't and that's why I just don't do that." And like and people don't understand it. Like people have gotten in my face and, tr- and like tried to punk me and do all that stuff. And I, I I, don't flinch. I don't do stuff like that. There were some uh, special forces guys that were telling me that they don't understand how I'm so supremely calm. I'm not saying all this stuff to brag. These are just facts. I'm just stating uh, observations and things that I'm experiencing. And I have a lot of really cool things that I, that I do. So a lot of this shit comes out like that. But um, I mean, it's where I am right now. I'm in a military town in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And they're everywhere. You know, okay. um, and they just... And and people see me all the time at the front door. Like, why are you so calm? I was like, because wh- what else am I supposed to be? Am i supposed <laughs> to be freaking out. I'm supposed to be puffing up my chest and like c- causing trouble. You know, I had a conversation with the owner of the place, and I was just like, yeah, man. I was like, I was like, you probably noticed that they're a lot less rowdy in there these days since I've been at the front door. Because I was like, I'm not saying anything about anybody else. I was like, but I was like, I make sure that I, I, you know, uh, help people get into a good mood as they're going in the door you know, right. I have fun with it. I talk to them. There's even been recordings here on wisdom where I'm at the door doing wisdom talks or calling <laughs> people shows and you can hear me talking to people just the way that I, I say stuff. And sometimes, you know, I say something stupid or whatever that doesn't come off the right way, but mostly people can see that I'm just joking around and I'm having fun and, and, and they go in the door that way, you know? And then, so there's, there's, they're not meeting somebody like somebody once described, and I love this guy, by the way, Um, He's really cool. He's very knowledgeable. He's like one of the best people I've ever worked with. His name is Dan. He works there as well. And, um, but somebody said, Hey, where's the, where's the big, uh, the big white, bald white guy with a bad attitude, you know, and he doesn't have a bad attitude. He's just very, he just does his job and he does it well. And he's a really amazing guy who loves his son. He goes out mountain biking with his son, right? With these, and I've seen the videos with his like his uh, what are those cameras? The GoPros, and him like jumping off these crazy, insane hills with his son and stuff like that. And he and he actually, um, the reason why I even got the opportunity there was because he wanted to spend more time with his son, who who he only has three days a week with. And so he his son goes to bed at eleven o'clock, and he the earliest he can get there is eleven thirty. And so he was like, I can't. I'm not coming in before eleven thirty on. Whatever night, I forget what night I took over on. I started at nine o'clock. But that's because of him I got that and then the and but I've gotten to know him and in the very short time I've been there and he's just the coolest guy. He's like he is big and he can't, he probably could look scary, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know but you know he's but he's just a really cool guy. He's actually a sweetheart. Yeah. Don't don't you get mad at me.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um so so on a personal um, but, level,
0: I mean, yeah, do you have children? Do you have kids?
4: Um, nope, I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I 45, no kids, and probably not going to have any. <clears throat> That's another thing that, that uh, God laughed at. So um, another story for another day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess your students are sort of like kind of, I'm sure you adapt to the students that you train and, you know, you want to help. And you use that as your purpose to to yeah, teach well, you.
4: Know you. What's interesting is I've worked with kids ever since I was in uh, high school in the ninth grade because my sister savvy chica that she is um, was always was all the way ahead of um, you know get like by the time she was a sophomore and I started as a freshman in high school she was already thinking about oh I need to get these extra points so for credit. So yeah, when I graduate, yeah. I can have this, I'm like, I didn't think of any of that stuff, <laughs> and, but she started volunteering at this place called kids in distress. And okay, yeah. I'm looking at my time. I'm, I'm, I'm making very good note of my time. And, um, she, and so I volunteered at kids in distress. And then I, and then very shortly after that, when I was in Miami, I volunteered to teach martial arts to a delinquency prevention program called kids in Dade society. Interesting enough, very similar acronyms. One is kids in distress, KID, and one is KIDS. Um, and then went on to teach martial arts programs here and there. Um, and even got to teach David Carradine's granddaughters once. Um, wow. At a kid, kid's karate program at Meridian's Bodies in Motion in uh, Encino, California. But this one, was, was that the Encino? Yeah, that was in the Encino location. Um, a lot of ce- celebrities went through yeah. that place, There's which is pretty cool. You did cool.
3: this in New York,
0: right? While you were in New York?
4: No, no. This is all is that- in... Um, Virginia? In, uh, no, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Okay. Um, and California, so um, I was in California from I mean Florida from 1990 until 2002, okay. and then from 2002 until 2015 I was in California, and then after that I left and I lived in Asia for five years, and I just got back last year um, September 4th.
0: So you are you are a military person? You are a-
4: nope. <laughs> everybody thinks that too even people that come up to me and walk up and look at me they say "Were you in the military are you military they ask me this all the time even military guys I'm like what is this like what? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'm a lie I'm I was a wannabe at one time and I got you know re- I had some really high scores, so that a bunch of police departments wanted me to work for them when I was right out of high school when I went to like the Criminal Justice Institute and took these tests. But fortunately, I got in a little bit of trouble and the opportunities for the Marines and the police uh, weren't impossible. But I would have had to go some hoops. But I'm glad I didn't. Glad I didn't.
0: Oh. Well, <laughs> if no one else is on the list to come up, please feel free to come back up so you can elaborate on how you were born in New York
4: and ended Tell up in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. Here we go. I'm about to transfer okay. the travel, so this will be a cool, I, I, you know, i like to talk.
1: <laughs> All right, here
0: we go. My... Yeah, there was no other person on the list, so we're good. <laughs>
4: Just take a moment of sirens, a moment of sirens. Right,
0: wow. <laughs> that was loud.
4: Yeah, they are pretty loud.
0: So Mark you are Shaw. originally from New York.
4: Yep, born in Queens, New York, Queens Hospital, lived in Jamaica, Queens okay. for a while. Okay. Yeah, have you about ever about been
1: visited to
4: work what's going on there now? Once with Floor. Um, in, uh, we came back, we went to China in, let's see, it was uh, March of 2015 or six, 2016 March, went to a place, a city called Juji for four months and then came back on my mom's birthday, July 23rd of 2016 and then stayed in the United States for a year and then uh okay and then we went to new york yeah when we came back we landed in new york but i was only there for 14 hours or something like that and i i I didn't like it but the problem was is that i was at uh broadway and 42nd and um and and it took the same amount of time in a taxi uh to go to go from a bank to a starbucks than it did for me to walk from that starbucks where floor was to the bank (laughs) And yeah. I thought I was going to save time getting back to her by taking a taxi back. Nope. No. <laughs> Walking. <obsessed. laughs> yeah. I don't know who on earth would take a taxi in that part of town.
0: <laughs> and I was, it's interesting that you say that because someone on another platform was talking about visiting New York and how they yeah. didn't, they disliked the hotel that they stayed in in Manhattan. And I told, I tell people all the time, um, during covid hotels were used for isolation and for quarantine and for homeless as homeless shelters wow so what you're gonna get now from like those like anything under two thousand dollars a night you're pretty much ending up in one of those hotels that were transitioned during covid for that um Um, the bigger hotels that have like the five stars were used yes. for nurses who were transported into New York City to work um wow. where where they were needed. So, you know, I tell people be very careful where you're staying at in New York because it's just not like the whole laws and everything changed on, mm-hmm. you know, custodial services and stuff like even in colleges and dorms, everything has changed where students are now Obligated or responsible for cleaning their own spaces,
3: yeah. um,
0: because the the nature of the work changed so much. Where we had a lot of people die from COVID. Yeah. Where um, the people, you know, there's conspiracy where that didn't happen, and we're not a hundred percent, you know, sure that it was based on that. But you know, when you live in the Bronx and you see trucks where they're taking the dead bodies out of the buildings and putting them in trucks because they don't have enough um, corners to come in, that's real. <laughs> so that's stuff that people didn't see in the news. You know how we saw them? We had uh, family members, right, posting it on Facebook to the Dominican Republic, and then our families from Dominican Republic had to post it so that we can see it here. Uh, My wife is from the Dominican Republic.
4: Are you Dominican?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, but my parents are Dominican.
4: She was born in uh, the Bronx, Flor Elizabeth is my wife. Um, But you, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff um, with COVID. I don't talk about it a lot, but I've seen some pretty interesting things happen. And I, I made some commentary on it once on my podcast, and it went from, uh from like 3 th- almost 6000 downloads every week to like 1000 <laughs> when i started talking about covid yeah. stuff
0: No i get it. Um i'm just giving you um my personal experience from here. No oh,
4: no no, i'm not even saying that. I'm just just okay. just a random comment. Yeah, i don't
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: You
4: know, I, I talked about um, it earlier today about how um my cousin and aunt who were on kidney dialysis for years died from neglect and had blood poisoning and it was listed as COVID. So there's things like that, and then yeah, things like yeah. you saw, and it makes the situation very confusing.
0: Yeah, 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 and And that's my point on saying that. Like, we really don't know. Um, yeah. It could have been many things, but it was, it's hard. But if you're gonna come visit New York, do your research um,
3: yeah.
0: uh, outside of the hotel website. You know, like, yeah. like don't just look for the Yelp and all that other stuff, star ratings and stuff like that.
4: But you see, the last time I was there, by the way, what is your name? Wanda. Healthy <laughs> coffee pot, or Wanda. Okay, I Wanda. I'm Hakeem. Um, so, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I I was only I was there, and I was before COVID, and um, and uh, yeah, it was
0: already michael. <laughs>
4: I just didn't appreciate 42nd and Broadway. I mean, it was nice seeing all the flashy lights and all that stuff like that, walking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But fortunately, the first thing we did was get on a train um, to to then take a trip down here to Virginia Beach, where I am now, where my sister lives, and my mom was. And then from there, we went down to Fort Lauderdale, and then I did a bunch of work down there, and we bought a car and then drove to California, and then went back to China, where I stayed for another four and a half years.
0: I mean, the, the changes that I've seen since I was younger, I mean, I wasn't allowed to go anywhere five blocks away until I was like 20. <laughs> so I don't really know how 42nd Street was when I was younger. And the, well, I'm 52. But, um, man, it's like, it's it changed a lot. I mean, it's a lot safer than it was in the 80s I and so, yeah. early 90s um it's a a little bit more cleaner than it was before um yeah. it's more accessible to certain areas where we didn't have access to before
3: yeah
0: um but it's changed and post covid has changed a little bit more um after september 11 it changed a lot when it comes to security um but you know it has it has this Pros and cons, but younger people from other countries love it because they love the ability of you being able to pay only two seventy five and you can go all the way from Manhattan all the way to Queens you know to do whatever, and you can buy an unlimited pass to that will take you pretty much to all five boroughs you know for pretty much nothing cause of nothing, and you can't really do that in other states. Like, you really need a car, you really need, you know, um, someone to drive you if you don't drive, and that's that's the advantages yeah. I see of New York,
4: of being a New Yorker, hmm. you know? Well, okay. I like it. I mean, the transportation was great, public transportation, the buses, trains. Um, and, it's and it's changed I just, I mean, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit, I was there, I saw that, you know, but I, I enjoyed it when I was there, I guess, when I was in Queens in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that whole Forty Second Street deal. I mean, I, and I've been there several times. Like, my parents made sure that we got to go to all the free, like, public events for Christmas and the holidays, and so we got to go to all the parades and everything like that. Because you know, if you don't have a lot of money, entertain your kids. You know, get get them see all the mainstream celebrations, which are gigantic, right? So we had a good old time seeing that stuff. We never missed anything, and um, but and so a lot of that stuff was out there, you know, um, mm-hmm. in that area. And my Times Square and all that. I actually got to see um my very first concert that I remember was Diana Ross at Central Park. And that's like that Central was Central like Park that
0: in that rain. Was that the one where yes, it rained? It was,
4: it was raining like rain. crazy. And my mom had me And she had one of my little brothers wrapped up because he was a little tiny thing at the time and another one, so two of us were walking and it's all pouring down rain. It was great though and there was this giant, I remember this big, I've never seen a screen. I don't know if it was made with different screens but like a big movie screen or whatever on the back so that people, Mm -hmm. you know, far away could see her um, behind her and like Mm -hmm. this giant screen. I was like, how big is that thing? Maybe as a little kid it looked bigger, but um, yeah, it was enormous.
0: And now you realize it's just the one you buy when you want to do your background screen
4: (laughs) could could be right i don't know it's just so funny right (laughs) like a bed sheet hanging
0: back there yeah (laughs) just a a bed sheet and they just (laughs) did the the projector projector on it yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's funny (laughs) but yeah no central park has changed and you do know the history on central park right
4: um, I don't know. I don't think so.
0: Well, <laughs> Central S- Seneca Valley, Seneca uh, Seneca Village, uh-huh. and it was a predominantly Black community there, and they wiped them all out. Wow. So New York has a lot of history that people are not aware of. That
4: well, see, I've heard of Seneca Village. Okay, I didn't. Okay, That's, yeah, I, I didn't it, know that. I didn't know those Central details. Park. Yeah, it was Central Park. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, so many exactly. things like that. It's incredible, um, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> I um, really just uh, I need to. I will go back sometime to visit. Um, mm-hmm.
0: You should, and when I, you st- when you come, try to visit the the botanical garden in the Bronx, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. It's free to go in if you're a resident. So if you know somebody, just go yeah. in for free. The Bronx Zoo has changed a lot. Um, it's better to come in the winter time because there's less kids and stuff, but they have the winter. I used light. to go there a lot. Yeah.
4: The Bronx, Bronx Zoo. For day camp.
0: Yeah. Coney Island is oh, happening. Yeah. It's beautiful. Long Island Beach, Long Beach, whatever, Long Branch, whatever you want to call it, right. is amazing also. Although it's not free, and I don't know why. I keep fighting that one, but. I guess it is what it is. <laughs> but even even the the colleges, right? If state colleges like city universities and state universities, if you just visit the campus in New York, mm. that in itself is landmarks that are beautiful to like if you into photography and stuff like that.
3: Yeah.
0: It's beautiful. You know. Um I don't know if you know but the Bronx Community College, that used to be NYU. Well. Yeah, okay. so the Bronx Community College, which is in the Bronx, um, up north, was originally built for um, NYU. And then the elites did not want to travel all the way from Ground Zero <laughs> to the Bronx. So they left the university down in the, So what they call the Soho, south of, wow. yeah. yeah, whatever down there. But um, uh, Columbia University uh, started in Trinity Church in 1754.
4: Wait a minute, um, hold on for a second. What was your, Wanda? What was your job in these schools down there? What, were you a historian? What, what was No, I'm not,
0: no, I still, I still worked there. No, no. that's I'm not a historian. But I, in the 32 years that I've been there, I'm telling you, I'm not the typical nine to fiver. Like I made sure that I knew. <laughs> I have access to all the archives in the university's library you damn right i'm going there (laughs) and utilize it and i know people that worked there for years and never visited the library
4: diseases have been cured that way
0: yeah the library library. in itself it's like you know amazing it's beautiful
4: yeah. So like you were saying, asking me earlier when I was telling you about my, my book storage, and you're like, oh, did you ever consider opening a public yeah. library? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And, and you should see right now the New York Public Library is giving out books that are removed from the curriculums in public schools. Right. And people are flocking to go get those books well, because you will never see them again.
4: You I know? got a lot of them from some college students, one of my fitness clients in California used to give me her son's old books, so. Yeah,
0: but that's awesome. I think, um, yeah.
4: Tell tell me about this. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me about this name, Salty Coffee Podcast.
0: (laughs) Well, Salty Coffee, I was, this was before COVID and I was dating someone in Connecticut and we used to go to this coffee shop where the coffee was amazing, but it was like one of those, you're about to, um, get off, just come back up.
3: Um, yeah. Mm
1: Yeah.
0: So um, and it was like, you know, you've ever been in a diner that's not really like, oh, you have to go to that diner. It's like, you know, it's a hole in the wall diner that made good pancakes, you know, one of those. And for some reason, I just used to like to go there for the coffee. And I did not realize that it was shitty (laughs) coffee (laughs) because I asked the waitress, I was like, oh, my God what is this coffee that you're serving me? And she looked at me like, really? I mean, she had stains on her uniform and, (laughs) you know, she had a little ponytail. I mean, it was no big deal. It was in New Haven, Connecticut. And she would just constantly like, look at me like, really lady? Like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, is this gourmet coffee? Like, what's going on here? This coffee is really good. And I would, I kid you not, Hakim, I would sit there and drink like, five cups in like within an hour like it was all about the coffee for me and then she's uh, like so she's this is her in her voice what do you mean this coffee please you know like you could tell she was a smoker she used to go out on her break and smoke and i'm like okay now i'm scared because now i'm trying to figure out what they're putting (laughs) in the coffee so she said um I'll tell you the secret later on. I was like, okay. Oh. I was like, that's not good. And the person that I was dating at the time, he looked at me like, you ask, because he doesn't drink coffee. And then I'm like, this is crazy. This is unbelievably like annoying. Like now I don't know what's going on. So she finally came over and, you know, she told me that the secret to Making the coffee because I would drink it black oh, yeah. when I went there, and I didn't know why. She said um that they added salt wow. to the coffee to take the bitterness that. away, and 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 you can't put a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. she said just three grains, like that's it, to a whole pot. And she said that's the secret. That's the secret <laughs> to this coffee. <laughs> I was
3: like,
4: You're Marge from The Simpsons. Oh. Or, 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 and so. Or, 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 no, this is funny. I said, what do you like? You sound like what You Marge from The Simpsons? One of her sisters, or something like
3: that? No, she. <laughs> this is her voice.
4: I'm trying know, to imitate know, her funny.
3: voice
0: get the whole picture, yeah. you know. And so she, you know, she told me that, and the whole conversation after that was about this salty coffee. And you know, he said, he's like, you know, didn't you want to start like a podcast? You should name it Salty Coffee. That's that like that's the perfect thing <laughs> And you know, you just take that bitterness away and talk it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't sound bad. That's cool. So that's where the salty coffee comes from. I love a story um, like that. You know, I when like people that. Yeah, people see the name and they're like, Ooh, who wants their coffee salty? But when you hear the story, you know, like everything else in life, you know, you can't just look at something and say, Ooh, yeah. you know, you have to try it. Yep. You have to really try yep. it. And, you know, I come in here and I give people assignments for the day. Um, I've talked about food and travel and how you should, you know, encourage your children to taste, you know, other cultures, food and stuff like that. And not only that, but not be embarrassed or have your children embarrassed about their culture and their food. Because I was like that when I was younger because I never ate McDonald's. I never ate pancakes like that just wasn't on our menu in our household but every kid that i went to school with that that was the cheerios was the thing for them and i'm like what is that (laughs) what is fruit loops and all this stuff and my mom was like we're not having it first of all it's expensive second of all it has a lot of sugar and you don't need that and i'm like but why (laughs) but um that's just how i grew up but salty coffee that's the story for that and um um the objective of the podcast was really um to help people during covid um that were laid off or um had to take some time off from work and they just weren't guaranteed that they were going to have their jobs back um providing information because I, I i was a very um active activist at the university when it came to the labor movement. Mm-hmm. So um, we we are in a union and I've negotiated many contracts and um, was part of, the, was the chair of the child care committee, health and safety committee. So I, I do have my OSHA um, 40 hour general maintenance uh, certification. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have my F1 for security license. I have my security. So I I did all of those things in the 32 years that I've worked at the university. And the union um, really helped me gain my um, undergraduate degree. You know, so these are tips and stuff that I would give Mm -hmm. people who just want to go to the nine to five and just do the basics. And I'm telling them, no. Take advantage of going to this library. Take advantage of these classes that the university is offering for free. Yeah. Anything online, yeah. just take advantage of it. Because you never know when you're going to use it. Yeah. So, of course, COVID happened. <laughs> Nobody listened to me, but a few. And I was getting a lot of phone calls. And I said, you know what? I'm going to create a website. And you just go into the website. And if you have any questions of something you can't find as far as a resource, to help you, just reach out to me, reach out to me and let me know what is that you need based on the contract, on their health insurances. Um, You know, there was people that didn't even know that we had free tuition, that we had grants for our college students. There was um, stuff on our contract with with the health insurance that you can get free membership in the gym, or even a safety course, like the university provides uh, uh, what you do, which is to teach people how to protect themselves. They have that option. And a lot of people don't know that.
4: Right. Yeah, there's, yeah, a lot of the classes, they have those adult education and continuing education and all kinds of stuff that you can take as a, an employee, I can imagine.
0: Yeah, but a lot of people don't wanna do it because they feel like, oh, but this is Columbia College, you know, mm-hmm. Columbia, and I'm not gonna get accepted. And I'm, I'm always like, no you go in there and you tell them to help you until you get accepted and
4: that's that's the one thing is um i i think it was attributed to benjamin franklin but he's like the one type of riches they can't ever take from you is out of your intellect your mind your education Mm -hmm. and that's one been one thing i i fell into and i'm glad that i did is just is reading and studying and wanting to learn and do more because it's just helped me to balance out like that intellectual side has helped me balance out a very uh physical primitive you know type of thing so I'm glad that I got to have these type of experience where I was even I mean I did so many travels in my mind before I actually ever left the country I mean I've had so many adventures because of books and my imagination Mm -hmm. and I even started uh, something an organization called world reading club um actually it was this year August 23rd I started World Reading Club, and I actually I interviewed an author named Katya Davidova who wrote a book called Joy in Plain Sight. Um, partly because um, some other coincidences, if you will, happened um, in meeting her, but also because World Reading Club celebrates the joy of learning by promoting the love of literacy is our motto, or our um, mission, our vision, and so it's and um, it's. And and it's because of I know how much reading and learning is such an important thing, and how you can you can learn and understand so much by reading and then applying things. And you know I've started some certification programs, and just helping people you know with their reading and showing them how. Um, for example, you can you know enhance your um, professional um, prospects by having certain certifications like. Like I, for example, I read almost every day something called NeuroscienceNews.com, and I created my own little mm-hmm. show called Neuroscience News Reading. And so I read neuroscience news articles, and the amount of stuff that I'm learning from the decade that I've been reading it is just mind-blowing from what I understand. Some of it I read, and I'm like, this is such BS, but I read it anyway, because it's, it's interesting. <laughs> um, and it's neuroscience. I mean, what the hell, right? It's like, I'm not a brain surgeon, but hey.
0: I know what they're doing. <laughs> um, I, did, I did that whole um, membership for Mentor Box. Is it called Mentor Box? Something like that, yeah. Where they actually, yeah, where they tell you you should read fifty-two books within a year, mm-hmm. um, meaning one book a week. Yep. The good thing about Mentor Box is that each book has like a workbook or worksheet of all of the tips on how to do certain things within the the title of the book um i don't like to read to be honest with you so i'm trying to, <laughs> i fall asleep i get tired and i get you know my vision gets really bad at this point so the audio also helps um for me but um if you have any recommendations of something that we should all be reading at this time feel free to share it now um because I, I won't read anything unless I've been. It's been referred to me to read. Yeah, you know, based on, you know, what I've
4: shared with you thus far. You, you know,
0: but um, um,
4: one of the reasons is that. Oh, oh you, you're hearing that cricket, right? Is that a cricket? Cricket got in the dojo. <laughs> oh, lord! Really? Watch him! get up and make it. <laughs> see, he stopped as soon as I started moving. Get out of here, cricket! Where the heck? That's so crazy. Now I'm going to have to hang out with this cricket until 8 o'clock. Oh, that's just... That's loud. It is.
1: Cricket, where are you? See? It's always an adventure. It's in here. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs)
4: There's a cricket in here. That is so funny to me right now.
1: This is in your house?
4: No, this is a dojo, the studio, the martial arts studio. Oh, oh, okay. Where is it? Wow. Trying to find him. Get him outside. Or crush it to death. No, I'm just you <laughs> No. I'm not crushing no crickets. Anyway. He's just open the door. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Uh, the, you know, so one of the things about reading neuroscience news is I know that a lot of people don't like to read and, you know, audio okay. are very, very popular now. And so um, I also found it as a way to like, there's so many different hacks that I found um, from doing that. Like, you know, people like people have make all these barriers to entry for stuff that they do. And like, like there's a bunch of people who want to be voice actors. Right. And people who want mm-hmm. to. Um to do narration or this and that or people who want to read audiobooks and I say well use wisdom something that you can share mm-hmm. your love of learning and um and start, and practice a skill that gets to recorded and you and you can download these recordings and edit them and make them into a reel there's like so many things and so I look at that too like people can make make audiobooks for you know, for themselves.
0: So are you allowed to do that though? Are you allowed, as long as you tell the title, are you allowed to read a book?
4: Um, well, pe- people do book readings for like a book club. So people read that. Okay. Um, but certain things like okay. for, for example, for me, I read neuroscience.news.com, and they explicitly say, um, please share this. Right. And I, and I know that they mean, you know, like send an email, share it to somebody, but I've actually shared it my readings with neuroscience neuroscience.news.com, and they're like, cool. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. <laughs> okay. Cool. And, and
0: okay. I thought I thought for some reason you couldn't do that. Well, see, these are not books as a podcast.
4: These are these are books, and I don't necessarily okay. do them. I, well, I have some of them that I've made into podcasts, but it's because okay. it's me. It's an educational thing, um, and it's public domain because these yeah. are. These are scientific articles. It's news, right? The news can't be—you can't copyright the news like that and, that, and not in certain ways. Maybe there's certain scripted things, but it's—it's like—it's mm-hmm. like you get the same newswire from like the the APA or what I mean, um, Associated Press. And that's why that's why a lot of people, Got conspiracy it. theorists, be like, the news is saying the same thing, yeah, because they all get it from Associated Press.
1: <laughs> Got it.
0: I don't know what just happened. Um. But feel free to come back or if anyone's there. Thank you so much for those who have stopped by and still here. Uh, Breonna Love, Mr. Two Extra, Shonda Gonzalez, Mike Tamaseyo, Ronald Smith, Philip Child of God, Dr. Robert James, Lindsay, Kuyo and D Jones, Purple Love, Andrew Johnson, Elena Brady. Let me see if he's back. Um, I don't know.
3: Oh, there we go. Here I am again. I'm going to make
1: a new sandwich. Again. It's going to be called the cricket. Right. Right. <laughs> the
4: cricket, <laughs> My cricket um, sandwich. Well, he seemed to quiet down now for some reason. So, And, and no crushing involved. So there we go. <laughs> Or how do you know? I didn't go crush him while I was offline, huh? I
0: don't want to know.
4: Wanna
0: know. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't
3: want
4: to know. Um, um, I'm, I, mean, I enjoy this talk with you. I appreciate you giving me so much space to just chat. So thank you, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, says, thank you. For,
0: yeah, that's all it is. I mean, it's a chit-chat. Most of the time we get to tell people more information and give actual real-time information, my like chit-chatting, than orchestrating it or organizing because I'm more of a structured person like um, Mr. Ronald Smith, the icon, said. You know, Beautiful. he knows how I am. Like, I have... It's it's unbelievable the people that I've invited to my podcast outside of Wisdom, they're like, yeah. wait, a form? I have to fill out a form? I was like, yeah, just fill it out. You know, because um, I do have an LLC and I don't charge... Um, yeah. and I' don't pay, <laughs> so I just want it in writing somewhere that it says that
4: you know interesting i my have my l l c too but i I' never thought about doing that with any guests, but my guests uh, on my podcast were all my friends, so like and I know that you can that's you know you can run illegal problems with that too, but yeah, I haven't done that
0: I mean, I just do it to protect myself, you know, and I want to yeah. make sure that we're clear not only in a verbal agreement but at least in so writing you know somewhere
4: that, as a record that they're not paying you you're not paying them for the show correct
0: right that the objective of my interviewing them is to share their information yeah. as a networking thing and it's for free and um i get about 5000 visitors to my website a day yeah so i That's show nice. them those records and you know they're like, yeah. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> right. You know, so it helps them. You know, fulfill whatever it is that they can get as a click on their website for shopping purposes or anything yeah. like that. Um, because they don't have the time because they're working three jobs or two jobs. You know. Yeah. So I made it a what little bit. I,
4: yeah, you make it good for them the network and, and make it enticing enough for them to be like, okay, I'm not getting paid, but there's other benefits of this as well. And um, Absolutely. yeah, I do that, too, with like stats. I've shown people stats and one of my websites um, has been online for 16 years. A couple of them have been like 15 and 16 years. And um, the, because of that, I've had you know authors come out to write these kind of somewhat generic, but really helpful kind of articles, tips and like these different life hacks um, mm-hmm. around the subject of my website. And the purpose is because my site is considered to be an authority site, and so my backlinking to them gets more traffic to their site. So the articles, right. on the, one of the sites called exercisingyourmind.com, and on there you'll see a whole bunch of authors and articles that are all stuff that are based on the theme of my site, which is um, it's called wealth attraction research. Great health is the truest of all wealth, and so all the articles are about about health information and medical information and things like that or just like self-care that kind of um, information oh. <clears throat> and and yeah so that whole thing where, where you can show them those stats i don't know what my my visits are though i just do know that um it, it was getting enough traffic for that it's getting noticed i don't know if it's ai that's doing that but they're coming probably, out of the woodworks
3: just <laughs> probably
4: what
0: um, it's probably me
4: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Um, no, seriously, like I have, my, I don't do my own URL, but I go through GoDaddy mm-hmm. and I try to maintain the, the rate rating level to 98 at least. And I heard, yeah. they keep telling yeah. me 98 is a great score. Yeah. Um. So,
4: I, I mean, GoDaddy too. I've been using them for 16 years as long as my sites have been yeah. online.
0: So, yeah. Okay, good. So you can see it on your dashboard. It has it on your dashboard.
4: See, I never even look at that, but I'll check it out because um,
0: yeah.
4: I don't. And I, I, I just go country. straight into the blogging.
0: Yeah, no, I look at the analytics and I check which countries are listening yeah. um, the most. And then the good thing about GoDaddy is that where when you link in your, like, let's say Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter or whatever, it actually tells you from which social media you're getting the clicks on.
4: Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. I yeah. I have to get into that because I've just been working on the strength of, I've been here a long time.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and no, I mean, there's well, a lot of cool information on there too, but yeah.
0: No, I, I use it a lot because I'm, I'm trying to help the people who are on my website so that they can get their numbers up. Yeah, so yeah. I finally learned how to do the SS, RSS to anchor onto my website.
4: Oh, you mean the because- RSS feed, yeah.
0: Yeah, I couldn't, I wasn't getting any at all clicks on Anchor until I did that. And I put it on the website. I finally figured out, I just Googled like, how do I get more listeners from Anchor? So I finally figured out how to put it on my website. And now it's just going crazy, the numbers on Anchor. So, which is good because I'm getting it directly from my website.
3: Yeah.
0: So that's a good thing. Yeah, Anchor
1: is um, the, cool. So a lot of people from
4: Wisdom seem to have been recruited from Anchor.
0: Yeah, no, I was invited by Soulful Renee and Urban Critics. Um, but we had met through another social platform um, called Stereo. Um, Stereo, okay. Yeah, they, they suggested to come here um, so that I can get, you know, because they, they see what I do. <laughs> And they figure out, yeah, I figured, they figure I'll be better off here, I guess. I don't know. Which I do, I do like this um, platform. But again, on the stereo, you get instant comments and gratification. You know, you get the emojis flying within the room and people coming in and leaving comments. And that's just something that, um, wisdom is different. It's just different, and, and that's okay, because it's a little bit more calm and adult-like and professional-like here.
4: Um, I um, I use all different platforms for what they have. I consider it to be like a form of self-syndication, so mm-hmm. th- there's a few different social audio platforms I use, and sometimes Clubhouse, and it's just if I feel like just sometimes, I don't know, I kind of feel my way through it, so sometimes I'll just go... Yeah. Um, to wisdom or to this one or to that, just because I just get a feeling that I should, but most of that I spend a lot of time on wisdom because for my purposes of recording content and then repurposing yeah. the audio and then interacting with people right, and to network. Um, just because I love conversations, the chit chat, you know, um, yeah. and like you said, in real time, you can learn a lot of stuff about people and just even real life things that you can use. So, um, yeah, I'm actually going to, in a little bit, I'm probably going to do some content. I know I have some neuroscience news reading I'm going to do before I go hit the the bar to work tonight. I'm going to leave here around eight o'clock, and then so we yeah, have about an hour. And then, yeah, so I'll probably start in a few minutes and get something knocked out of the way.
0: So you got so six minutes on here.
4: <laughs> yes. And then I'll go and... Uh, <laughs> And wisdom away.
0: Um, and I have a last question. What's birth. your zodiac sign if you know it?
4: <laughs> Virgo.
0: Oh, really? So your birthday's coming up or it passed already. Sorry, passed. It passed. Yeah, it okay. Passed. August 29th?
4: And, no, my birthday is September 17th.
0: Oh, really? Oh my God. That's interesting.
4: Why I'm just agree? saying that because
0: that's, that's my anniversary from 1990 where I started working at Columbia
4: uh september 17th
0: yeah <laughs> so i can't forget it
4: but where was this august 29th came from
0: um it's just a number that came up i don't oh, know
4: okay. <laughs> it's interesting
0: is there something remember. with 829 <laughs> should i be playing the no. lotto wait
4: not no it seems oh. like it i don't know it just popped out for me sometimes i, I think
3: 829
0: is actually my father's birthday so
4: hmm.
0: i was yes. just wondering um not that you remind me of my father, but my father does have like a multi, he's always I get my working ethics from I think my father.
3: Hmm.
0: When it comes to like businesses and different businesses. Um he passed away two years ago, but you know, he wasn't really in my life per se. But yeah. he, I mean, even at 70, he um he had his own like washing um distribution in Dominican Republic where he would yeah. loan the washer machines to people wow. and that was his business. Yeah. So he made a lot of money with that in Dominican Republic. It was like these portable washers where you just add the water, you know, rotate it yourself. <laughs> and mm. then so it saved on electricity, it saved on water and it saves people time as opposed to doing it the old way where, you know, you're in a sink doing the stuff. So wow because It also dried it as well. Um, so he did that, and then while he was in the United States, he owned a flat fix, so he just yeah. had people okay. working for him, yeah. So,
1: I, I, I can still,
0: yeah, I still remember like the smell of oil and gasoline. <laughs> um, as a kid, my, dad,
4: my dad's a handyman mechanic guy, too, so I know about that, yeah, and a hoarder.
0: <laughs> so my father was a very handsome young man and of course he had the women all over him so you know mm. he had a lot that's, of kids
4: <laughs> that's the opposite of me i don't have any kids but uh,
0: i know but you know you're probably a very likable person and you're very um you know open you know so that's yeah, a good I mean,
4: thing I, I think i'm i'm well received most places i go um and yeah I appreciate that I, I have uh, tamed myself uh, to be civilized enough to mm-hmm. be welcome most places that I go.
0: That's good. That's important.
4: So now, are you still, so the Salty Coffee podcast, is that still going on? Because I'm also just thinking about, you know, I'm, I'm networking with a few people here, Rodney Williams and um, Graciela Moore specifically, I, I am Focusing in on those two just because I need to limit how much energy I'm putting out because, you know, if you spread yourself too thin. I know. Um, and then, like, networking <laughs> with them and, you know, just working with a lot of different people. I also – another wisdomer named Mr. 2 Extra, we work really closely together. Um, matter of fact, yesterday we tested out an app called Owl where you pay – you get paid for people to um, to talk to you. And so okay. you go through this app. And it's like, you can set your rate. So his rate was um, $5 for 10 minutes. So I I used the app to go through to pay him just to test it out, but also just to throw him a little bit. It's not a lot of money, you know, but it's just, Hey, let's check this out. That's tested by me uh, being one of your clients that calls you and talks and asks you advice. And I did it just that I called him up and I was like, Hey, there's this mutual friend of ours and here's what's going on. (laughs) It was just what's happening.
0: Yeah. So um I'm, Aside from the working nine to five at the university, um, I'm also a signing agent, so that takes up most of my free time. um, Because a signing agent is a person who notarizes loans. Okay. So, so for real estate, so like podcasting is like my sort of kind of transitioning from helping other people time. You're not supposed to meeting them in person to do it this isn't like the best way for me to do it because i still want to give back right but um my my journey is to get my retirement set in two and a half years so that i can transition from doing the podcasting probably full-time but opening up a coffee shop like that's eventually what i want to do um, so idea. it's just yeah it's just a matter of timing right now, so the no
4: coffee shops bookstores libraries
0: <laughs> yeah exactly, so the coffee shop will include like a small stereo um studio sorry studio section where people so I want it to be like a twenty four hour thing where either students or commuters or people who are just visiting don't have a place to do their podcasting where they can, and they can rent out oh the my space. Gosh. And
4: you saw, that is such a cool idea. I, ha- I had a similar idea. I was talking about having, like, a wisdom a wisdom mm-hmm. room where people would go in yeah. and they have, like, these little booths and they can go plug in and, and do, like, like social yeah. audio stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's a yes. thing that people need to have because, you know, not everybody has a quiet space at home. I know that t- that's been a big problem for me, like, staying with my sister who has two kids and, mm-hmm. um, and a dog, <laughs> you know, and, a and dog. it's just like. Yeah, and it's just like,
3: yeah,
0: that's pretty much um, where I'm going at right now. But you have five, four, three, two, one second. So, right.
3: um, well.
0: <laughs> so, um, I know you have to go, Hakeem. Um, I'm not, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: allow me to go
4: out like a gentleman allow me to go out like a gentleman
0: Yeah, So within five five minutes before you leave me just give your clo- closing because i know you have mm. to go but um so yeah so that's really what i want to do the the only thing that i'm having an issue with is location because um new york rent is very oh. high oh, and yeah. in order to get a good location, the best location in my opinion, is either near a hospital or near a university. Yeah,
3: and I those, those two places
0: are very hard to get, so in the meantime, what I wanted to do was to start small with a coffee truck because you can make up to like a hundred and fifty thousand the first year just selling coffee mm-hmm. through a truck. So, yeah, it's a really, you know, low, it's really low overhead. Yeah. So those are just my thoughts for now and my ideas. But um, I wanted to work with the small business development centers and the commerce, cham- chambers of commerce.
3: Oh, yeah, chambers of, um, Chamber of commerce.
0: Yeah, in New York, because they're giving out a lot of money. But the only problem that I have with either joining any outset you know assistance is that you have to come up with some ideas and stuff, and sometimes they 'll take your ideas and run with it you know and then your objective and what you want to do turns into shit you know it's like, oh really, you want Starbucks in here you know like i do, i don't want it to be a Starbucks type of you know franchise or anything like that. I want it to be international coffee, you know my own. Dessert, signature dessert, you know, t- that type of stuff.
3: Salty so. coffee.
0: Salty coffee definitely is going to be the name. And, um, you know, it could be the shittiest coffee. You just add salt to it. No, I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> right. Add <laughs> salt. Three, three grains, though, to the whole pot.
0: Three grains, yeah, for the whole pot. But, um, you know, and to give the opportunity for younger people who want to learn more about podcasting, where they can have someone talk to them and you know that type of stuff and again 24 hours because i've worked like last night i worked till midnight and i couldn't find a place to go drink coffee
3: yeah
0: so you know a lot of people drink coffee at 11 at night True. and unfortunately that? that's not safe in new york to have some a uh, place of business open that late yeah. so those are the things i'm thinking about
4: yeah, I remember there was a, a coffee best. shop that was open 24 hours in Los Angeles. It was a Korean-owned place. I forget what it was called right now, yeah. Yeah. it's 24 hours. Nice to go hang out there. That's what I do. Uh, my hack when when I was traveling around, you know, the world a little bit in, in Asia, mostly, mm-hmm. actually, all in Asia, was in I, I saw how expensive what relatively we work was. So I just adjusted my hours and made Starbucks my. We work. I realized that I was doing that anyway. I would go from Starbucks to Coffee Bean to this one and find all the coolest coffee shops everywhere, and I'd be my little workspace. And it was great because I could find different places and plot my day. Um, because I never, I don't like to stay in one place for more than like three or four hours anyway, if I can help it. <laughs> and then, and then I take the public transportation because then you can read or do other stuff while you're on the train or the bus. And right. then you go and you. hop out and go to another coffee shop or the library. And that's just, I love that. And and the fact that I just found a Barnes Noble here in in Virginia Beach and and, and some other libraries. They're all closed
0: in New York. All of the Barnes Nobles are closed. We have one book bar place in the Bronx. And um, that's what the Bronx is now, you know, you know, pushing for young people to... It's called Lit Bar and they do poetry nights, they do book clubs, but it's a bar as well. Um but it's the only bookstore in the Bronx. <laughs> That's sad. Are you still there? I lost Hakini.
4: Hello? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did That's you get no that problem. part? Yes, I did. It's just, for some reason I hit my volume button, and turned everything all the oh. way down. But yeah, like, I, I heard you. I got you. Um, Look like yeah. Any, anyway, there's going to be some, I, I hope that there's going to be some cool collaborations, um, coming through here. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
4: I just, I just, I'm so excited. Like everything there's, there's always ups and downs and difficulties, but I'm really, in a, I'm doing all the things that I love to do and it's just so cool like it's just and a lot of it's my perspective like I, the security at the club is I get to watch people party and be part of it but kind of just be that fly on the wall that's the back of it I like the environment but I don't like to be in it you know right I like to hear the music watch people dancing having fun talk to people you know meet new people um especially the way that I do my job is is very um, it's very conducive See? to building up those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then I get to teach martial arts, you know, all day long or just at least hang out. I get to hang out in the, the kickboxing and boxing studio and whenever I feel like it, if there's nobody here I can do my capoeira or box, kickbox or do yoga and, you know, that's what I do all day and sometimes I just take a nap on the mats and then I get up do whatever those stuff. Do you teach shops, that? I love that,
3: kickboxing. So...
4: No, heck no no. Have, oh, <laughs>
3: Ooh,
4: I'm sorry. This is an independent gym called Powerhouse Boxing and Kickboxing. Okay. Uh, it's it's claimed to be. I just support this.
3: Uh,
0: I, I love
4: um, kickboxing. I loved it. I mean a I'm lot
0: not do. I'm not promoting it or anything like that, but kickboxing is one of the forms of like the only time that I feel that I gained strength on my upper body and, and like I felt it when, when I used to come out of the class, I used to be amped up and ready to like kick some ass if somebody tried something yeah. to sell me. That's how I felt when I came out. And I guess that was the purpose, right?
4: I mean, part of it, it's, um, it's a great, it's one of my, it's my favorite thing to do is I guess you could call my martial arts is basically that it's kickboxing. So. um but you know if you wanted to sum it up um but yeah it's just all i just get to do all those things and then social audio and because i'm a musician by heart my nature like my main thing i just love audio so i so i'm an audiophile in general and i just i love anything that i can do to record sound and because it's one of the most accessible things because you know, people listen to music in their cars. They listen to while they're walking on the street, while they're exercising, almost everything. Movies have soundtracks, TV shows, you know, um, even some audiobooks have a little bit of soundtrack in them sometimes. Some of my earliest audiobooks I ever heard was uh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, and it had all kinds of Foley and soundtrack. It was like an audio movie, you know, and I just love that aspect of it. Like, just. The fact that people can take you and your idea, you can you can share yourself with everybody anywhere, because they can listen to it, and you can make there's so many things that you can make out of audio. You can make talks, you can do meditations, you can do classes. I mean, it's just I, 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 my my favorite. It's awesome. It's like just the technology finally kind of caught up. So. But Wanda, I am not going to get kicked off by your timer again, so. Okay, good. <laughs> but I yeah, appreciate you I'm sure
3: I'm
0: speaking with you thank yeah. you so much for joining me in this little chit chat I'm going to do a this little, little awesome. bit more of these and hopefully someone else can come up earlier um I did yeah. think I have I believe I had two people but I guess you know that 15 minutes was kind of long for them to wait
4: you could um, be like next time just be like hey you've been no here, I'm uh, not doing that <laughs>
0: No, no, because it came, you both came up at the same time, and I wasn't sure. So when you have more than two people, is it the top person, the latest person, or is the top person the first person who requested it? How does that first work?
4: first person who requested it.
0: Okay, so, yes, yeah, so I did it the correct way. So you yeah. were first
4: and, before the second. But you have a choice, so, yeah.
0: No, I know. Um, I mean, I know I've seen you somewhere else, and I had additional questions because you were so helpful with Sister Crystal on here so i just wanted to catch up and
4: you know she's brand new that's so crazy I, that's what i love though is the fact that i absorb myself so quickly and easily into these different apps by just
3: blitzing
4: mm-hmm. content into it that i learn about it really quickly and i'm just like hey I, I have all these ideas that you know i've done so if that's what you want to do check it out <laughs>
0: Yeah. so now i do have another person who is there requesting but oh okay
4: that's Is awesome I'm gonna, i was gonna go anyway so. <laughs> all
0: right okay well thank you so much hakeem and uh, yeah. i'll see you soon i'll see you around
4: yes that's right and all right be well,
0: all right you, you too later. Bye.
1: Mr. Dr. Roberts what
0: happened <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for those who stopped by Cecilia, Eternity, Julie, Matthew, Ella, Devon, Ashley, The Guru Warrior. Jermaine, Jermaine Doobie Dooby, do. I'm sorry is that one. I know you probably don't like that. But every time I see your name Doobie uh I, that, uh, TV. Ismael, Daniel, Joseph, Lady Cynthia Kelly, Jason, Justin, Johnny, Alex, com Love that. Don Ray, Mojo, Graciela Moore, Jay Blessings, Chris Wilson, Lulu Baby, Un Billion Mindset. Mena, Nigel, Stacy, Michael, Hakeem, thank you for stopping by. Ronald Smith, thank you for stopping by. Briona loved, Mr. Two Extra, Shonda Gonzalez, Mike, Philip, Child of God, Dr. Robert James, what happened? Lindsay, Coolio, and D Jones, Purple Love, Andrew, Elena, Dr. Robert James, Chief. Oh, there's two of you. Okay. Rodney Williams, Oikan, RVRS,
1: Shmarail, Shalom,
0: Andrea, Delvin, Ben, Curious Anarchist, Levitus, Sonia Sundara,
1: Juanita Gaynor, Curtis, Brandy, Peggy, Adam,
0: Emma, Really Linden, The Urban Critic, Jill, Milt, Tao, Peter, Daily Motivations, Get the Best Motivational Speech, and Inspiration Daily. Michelle, Sean, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, Chiengera, chi Chichi05, Chuck, Julie, Kristen, Marianne, Marianne, Waymon, Zavanna, Dova, Stevie, Whitney Smith, hmm. <laughs> Marcy, Jonah with the blue, Terry, Veronica, Roy, Laurie, the karma of it all. Brittany, I'm sorry I missed your request but please I'm going to do this again so we'll meet again. Broad Topics, Autumn, Nancy, Energy Lady, Tony, Radio, Razine, Robert, Quintel, Chris, Melanie Hope, and Jameel Grant. Thank you all for stopping. Oh, I got a request. Okay. I don't know why it's not working, Dr. Uh, Dr. Roberts, but um, it keeps saying, uh-oh, something, something. So um, I was about to uh, close it um, at this point because I am leaving to another platform to do a talk on dating abuse and technology. And this is more so for the younger uh, teenagers but thank you all for stopping by and I will be doing this again so that you can introduce yourself and tell me a little bit more about you um unfortunately this doesn't let me tell you when I'm doing it (laughs) so that you can be notified but um most likely tomorrow in the evening around the same time six seven um so stay on the lookout Thank you so much and may you all have a wonderful rest of the weekend and be blessed.